Hello everybody and welcome to Foodcast. We hope you're doing well. My name is Andres Moreno. And I am Matthew Gonzalez. And I am Brian Tucaruncho. And my name is Miguel Angel Segura. Okay, and today we are going to talk about healthy food and how it helps the body. So, well, let's start. As you know, healthy eating means eating a variety of foods that give you the nutrients you need to maintain your health, feel good, and have energy. These nutrients include protein, carbohydrates, fat, water, vitamins, and minerals. Of course, nutrition is important for everyone, and what you eat can affect your immune system, your mood, and your energy level. Mm, yes, that's totally right, Andres. But now I will tell you how we can classify the food we are used to eat in our daily lives. <clears throat> so, the first thing we need to know is the fact that the food is classified into five main, main groups. This classification is made according to certain features of the food itself, such as colors, textures, flavors, precedence, but the most relevant feature is which kind of nutrients do those types of food have and how they can contribute to our, our body systems. Um, some nutri nutrition experts say that variety is key because different fruits and vegetables have different nutrients. Plus, if you eat too much of one thing, you might get bored. Um, one way to eat a variety of foods is to eat foods with all the colors of the rainbow. <clears throat> okay, now the main five groups that we are talking about are fruits and vegetables. Um, we could say that a diet rich in fruits and vegetables is recommended by cancer experts as well as re registered dietitians. The American Cancer Society and the American Institute for Cancer Research recommend eating five or more servings of a variety of vegetables and fruits each day to ensure that your cancer risk is as low as it can be. The second main group is the one that we call whole grains. Um, according to United States Department of Agriculture guidelines, uh, we have to eat three or, or four ounces or more or, of whole grains per day for women and three to five ounces for men. Uh, whole grains still have the bran and the gem attached and have more fiber, minerals and vitamins than refined grains. Uh, some well-known whole grains are wheat, oatmeal, barley, corn and rice. The third group is protein foods, um, protein foods such as fish, meat, chick, chicken, poultry, eggs and beans. Um, we can say that meat is a good source of the protein and fatty acids you need for energy and health. Red meat also contains iron, which is especially important for women. USDA guidelines recommend eating 7 ounces of protein foods per day. If you don't eat meat, you may need to add nuts, seeds, beans, or soy products to your diet to ensure that you are getting enough protein and iron. And then we have the milk and dairy. 
and the United States Department of Agri Agriculture recommends that you eat three cup equivalents of dairy foods every day. That could be three cups of milk, fortified soy, fortified soy milk or yogurt. And you also can eat um, 40.5 ounces of natural cheese, such as cheddar. And finally, we have the last group of food that is called fats and oil. And you need some fat in your diet, but not very much. The USDA guidelines recommend consuming about 30 grams of fat per day. The, gui the guidelines also recommend that you get no more than 10% of your daily calories from saturated fat. Yes, Matthew, and thank you so much. And as you say, this kind of food are very important when talking about a good diet. Now, let's analyze how these foods work on our body and which nutrients are essential for the development of good health. First, eating a wide range of foods that include a variety of nutrients is the one of the easiest ways in which a human being can develop a health diet. In this part, you'll learn why your body needs each of the following nutrients and which foods you'll find them in. First, we have proteins. They are well, it is well known that proteins help your body to build new cells, repair oil cells, create hormones and enzymes, and keep, and keep your immune system healthy, which makes it more unlikely that you get a cold or get an illness. Finally, some types of food that might help you to incorporate a good quantity of protein are the following ones, lean, meat, fish, poultry, and low-fat dairy products, as well as nuts, dried beans, peas, and lentils. Now, let's talk about carbohydrates. Then, in regard to carbohydrates, we can say that it gives you an, an effective and quick way of receiving energy to your body. These nutrients go directly to your blood as glucose, what the, what the body uses as food first and then as fat. Fruits, vegetables, bread, pasta, grains, cereal products, crackers, dried beans, peas and lentils are all good sources of carbohydrates. Many of them are also good sources of fiber, which your digestive system needs to stay healthy. Now, according to fats, these are nutrients that give your body the fatty acids it needs to grow and to produce new cells and or hormones. In addition, fats give you more concentrated calories than carbohydrates or proteins. In other words, a teaspoon of fat will have more calories than a teaspoon of carbohydrate or a teaspoon of protein. By following this path, we can identify three kinds of fats that are immersed into the food and into your own body. First, the saturated fats are those kinds of aliments which come from animals, meat or milk products, eggs, and etc. Then, 
we have trans fats that are formed when liquid vegetable oils go through a process called hydrogenation in which hydrogen is added to make the oils more solid. Second, monosaturated and polyunsaturated fats are found mainly in plant foods such as vegetables, nuts and grains, as well as oils made from these nuts and grapes, canola, corn or soybean. Finally, triglycerides are, are a form of fat in your bloodstream. Studies have linked high triglyceride levels to increase risks uh, of stroke and heart disease. Then we have uh, vitamins and minerals. On the one hand, vitamins keep your bones strong, your vision clear and sharp, and your skin, nails, and hair healthy and glowing. Vitamins also help your body use energy from the food you eat. On the other hand, minerals are chemical elements that help regulate your body's processes. Potassium, for example, help, you help your nerves and muscles function. Calcium helps your teeth and bones stay strong. Iron carries oxygen to your cells. Finally, let's talk about water. For many scientists, water is necessary for life due to it regulates your temperature, moves nutrients through your body and gets rid of waste, which makes it vital for good health. Finally, chicken or vegetable broth, tomato juice, fruit juices, and sports drinks such as Gatorade are examples of fluids that can help you replace the vitamins and minerals your body has lost. Now, let's listen to Andres, who is going to talk about what happens to food in our body. Okay, that information is awesome, Brian. Thank you. And well, I want to ask you all listeners if you know what happens to food in your body. Well, I will tell you now. Just think about eating causes your body to start secreting insulin, an hormone that helps keep blood sugar under control, that is the glucose. Also, insulin is released when you eat protein-rich foods, like my partner mentioned, fish, chicken, eggs, but at a slower rate. If your pancreas is functioning properly, the amount of carbohydrates in what you are eating usually determines how much insulin is released. Also, one important fact about fructose is the carbohydrate your body converts to fat most easily. When you digest high fructose corn syrup, much of the glucose in it ends up in the bloodstream, raising your blood sugar levels. Our liver isn't designed to process the amount of fructose most people eat today. Fruit has fairly small amounts of fructose. For example, a cup of blueberries has about 30 calories of fructose in it, but soft drinks and juices sweeten it 
with high fructose corn syrup have much higher amounts. For example, 12 ounces of Pepsi or Coke has 80 calories of fructose, 11 ounces of apple juice has 85 calories of fructose. Another interesting part is that if glucose is removed from the bloodstream, insulin levels go down and your cells start using fat for fuel instead of glucose. This is why you can go for long stretches overnight, for example, when you are sleeping without eating, your cells rally on fat for fuel. And to finish, I want to let you know that some research suggests that keeping insulin levels steady can help some people lose weight. Eating healthy sources of protein and fat, lean meat, fish, nuts and seeds, as well as complex carbohydrates that are good sources of vitamins and minerals like vegetables, fruit and whole grains instead of refined carbohydrates like candy, sugar, cookies, cakes, pie can help prevent insulin spikes. Okay, Andres, thank you. That is a good information and I didn't know how that works. Uh, but now I'm going to talk about the healthy eating plan and this is related because uh, when we to uh, talk about something that is healthy, we think also about exercising. So I have something about that. Uh, because when you are doing exercise, there are people that tell you that you should stop eating a lot of things. But that is a lie. If you listen to someone who tells you this, do not pay attention. Uh, stop eating is a very bad thing and it is also dangerous. The best thing that you can do when you are training is to eat a lot of food. Uh, it is healthier. Uh, some uh, body workers, uh, like uh, the ones that are doing a lot of exercise in most of the day, they, they are eating a lot of uh, food. So uh, our body is a, as a vehicle. They need energy and they need fuel. So the more energy you spend, the more fuel you need. So pay attention to this because it is a very important point. That's why eating is not the best, best action you can do. So uh, I have something else to say. Like uh, uh, there are like some uh, athletes, they, they, they burn like so much energy and calories and they have to eat absurd amounts of junk food. Uh, even some of them, they have diets that they are based on pizza and ice creams and they have to maintain their physical and energetic state. So uh, now that I get that point, uh, now I, I, I have to make a comparison. If you uh, do exercise, you don't have to stop eating because of that. If you spend a lot of energy, you are going to need also a lot of energy because you need to recover that energy and you need the next energy that you are going to spend. So that's why it is important to eat different and more varied things. So after understanding this, you will know that there are a lot of people who feel bad or weak when they do exercise. And this is because they stop eating when they do exercise and that's a very bad thing. Because they believe that they, when they exercise, eating is not important, but 
they believe that they are going to lose that a lot of weight and so they don't need to eat. But when you do exercise and you need to eat previously, maybe you are going to eat in the middle time of the exercise and maybe before of the exercise, after the exercise. Uh, obviously that you have to find a balance between the food that you consume and the calories burned. It also depends on the speed of this body metabolisms because sometimes it is lower or faster. And this really affects how we consume and how we spend the energy. It also depends on how long you last exercising and what exercises you do. Uh, but in general terms, stop eating is not the best option when you do exercise. So uh, what I mean that you have to find the balance, so it is about the balance. Uh, so for an, an example, I'm going to say that if you uh, move a car without gas, you are going to be able to push the car, but that will take you like a lot of time and it's going to be more complicated. So the, the same things happens with people, with our body. If you spend more energy than the energy you consume, you are going to feel bad and you will present dizziness. And also you will always feel more tired and even this can affect your the psychology of the people. They are going to feel bad. Okay, guys, thank you so much for paying attention to this food podcast. We really hope that the information was useful for you and you have a great day. Thank you, Andres, and thank you, guys. Thank you, Andres. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Andres. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, so see you later. Bye-bye.